0: On up the chimney he Mm rose, and he sprang to his sleigh,
1: to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of the thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight
0: Happy Christmas to all and to all
2: night.
3: Oh my gosh. Enough said. Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy your family, hug them and squeeze them, love on them. And remember the reason for the season. That's all I got. brother.
4: God bless y'all. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you guys Monday night.
5: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, take a look at five and ten, listening once again, with candy canes and silver lanes aglow, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, toys in every store, but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. A pair of hop along boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Doubtable we'll talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And mom and dad can hardly wait to screw start up again. It's beginning to look a lot like
2: Christmas everywhere you go.
5: Christmas.
4: Christmas. 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 Christmas.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Broadcasting live from the Let's Go
4: Brandon Studios. Prepare yourself for news and entertainment that is serious, but only slightly. It's James Mitchell and your Slightly Serious Show. <laughs> now
2: here's Jimmy. One, two, three, go!
6: Welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, calm down. Uh, how you doing, producer Eric?
7: I'm doing good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, ho- hopefully, Pert, we might decide to join us at some point, and I'm working on getting Robert in here right now.
6: Very good. Very good. I appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Uh, tonight uh, is our only our second uh, show from Las Vegas, so. Still uh, trying to get organized and, and all that stuff. It's an audio version only for those uh, you know looking for us over on D Live or Twitch or any of the other platforms. Right now, it's just uh, audio only. So, uh, you know, if you download it, uh, just join us on Podbean for the time being. Uh, live when we go live. Anywho, so much time has passed. Um, it's Christmas time uh, out here in Las Vegas. Since we just moved out here, we don't really have all the decorations and. The big tree in the light. What the hell is going on? I have Jeez. No, What was that? That was crazy. I have no idea what that was.
7: Is it voice anyway. activated or something?
6: It might be. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for those of you joining us uh, over from the bees. In- okay. Uh, this is getting a little out of, out of hand. I don't know why it's doing that. So we're going to turn that off and hopefully that will go away uh for joining us from the Beans and Weenie show they did a fantastic Christmas show and i really if you, uh eric i wasn't sure if you were able to stick around to the end where uh, ma had her, her read her christmas story that was fantastic i was yeah so i, uh, I really enjoyed uh, listening to them tonight uh kind of got me uh, in the mood uh for christmas uh you know for the lack thereof the decorations and whatnot and all that but uh, mm-hmm. how the hell have uh, you been, uh, Producer Eric? It's been a while since we've done a show. Everything going well Well,
7: i Well, I've been doing really good. I mean, I know like the old man's podcast with Dina, Joe, and Eric and the John Gill program had a four-day week this week and it's going to be the same for next week. Um, and I know John DeVito is in the process of getting some more get to know your podcaster interviews and conversations lined up with more podcast friends in this second round.
6: Very awesome. Very awesome. So you. Well, hearing- and
7: the old man just decided to pop in. Merry Christmas, old man. Merry Christmas, Spanky and Mr. A. And and of course, Robert's on the call and BP and Shannon. Oh. And I guess we're going to get an influx.
6: There's a Spanky and Scooter. Uh, just uh, I actually uh, was li- broadcasting the last moment so I could listen to it for my own pleasure on our show. Uh, Ma's, uh, you know, her story at the end. Fantastic job. So make sure you uh, let her know it's slightly approved. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy as ever. I, I know you guys are all probably expecting a bunch of uh, Christmas stuff and all that. It's, it's a Christmas Eve show. Um, um, and
7: I need to go fetch Dina Jo. Okay, we'll
6: go fetch her. But um, – I'll be honest with you. It's been at least a couple of weeks since I've seen you guys, so I have a lot of shit to rant and rave. But I do have good, good, good stories to bring you as well tonight. So um, I don't know. You guys in the chat decide what you want to hear first. You want to hear the the bad, the the bad, or the good first? That's what I want to know. One for good, two for bad. <laughs> I'm being generous because it's the Christmas, you know, the Christmas spirit, of course. I know Oh, the bad first. Okay. Um, I want Hookerson blow. Okay, well that that could be considered good or bad, depends who you ask, uh, Spanky. I'm not sure. End with the good. Okay, so we're gonna go through the. Sounds like we're gonna go through the bad first. Uh, so we'll uh get to get to that as you well know. Throughout the entire year of 2021, we've covered too much, if you ask me, about COVID and this and that. So, um, one of the things that happened that got brought to my attention over the past week or so is what the hell they're doing over in Austria. And if you haven't heard, be forewarned. Let, you, let me tell you now. I'll be the first to tell you. I have a strong suspicion that it's going to carry over to the United States. Over in Austria, it is now mandatory for every citizen in Austria to be jabbed by the vaccine. You heard that right. They are mm-hmm. they are forcing all of their citizens to be taking the shot, and if they don't get a shot, they will be being paying fines of up to four thousand and seventy-one dollars. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm not making this up, and I think it's uh, it's a lot of shit that happens over there, over in Europe, comes over here. You've seen it in the past year; you might see it again. Uh, the city of Linz in Austria is hiring. They're actually hiring people now to find individuals who not have not been vaccinated yet. And if they don't, they're going to be paying that forty, well, that four thousand dollar fine uh, over over twelve months. Yeah, if they if they don't have enough income, they might uh, you know lessen it a little bit and all that. But according to a job advertisement post on the city council of Linz, the role that they, you know, every uh, job has a description of what it entails, right? It says that it's very well suited for people who, quote, enjoy working with legislation and administrative procedures. Can you imagine having to be that person who's going out looking for people that are unvaccinated? It would probably be a perfect uh, job for those, you know, like PETA people. You know, you know the, those people that so love the animals that much. But, yeah, and and that's the thing that scares me the most is that how close of that are we here in the United States? I mean, just uh-huh. recently, you know, the, the mainstream media, they were trying to downshoot a legislative bill in New York that was going to basically allow the government to put people in camps – if they were not vaccinated now that bill was originally put out there back in 2015, but they recently wanted to try to reintroduce it. But thankfully uh, they've kind of put a kibosh on that. But I mean, just the simple fact of the matter that, they're thinking about doing something like that scares the hell out of me. So anyways, there's that that's, what's going on over in Austria. So be, be forewarned that it could happen here in the United States and Mr. Purd has joined us. What's going on, Pertwee? Long time no see.
3: Howdy, howdy. Yes, yeah, long time no broadcast. I know, I know. I know. Happy, happy Merry Christmas Eve. Hey, with all your money, why are you worried about having to pay if, you're not, if you didn't get the jab anyway?
6: Well, I, I, you know. That's uh,
3: pocket change for you. Come on.
6: Yeah, that's just a couple nights at the, at the card table. But, you know, uh, everybody else, it might not be the case. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, just the simple fact that they're forcing their citizens to do that. It's uh, – I, I don't know. And uh, the other thing that's going on, apparently there's thousands of flights that are being uh, canceled uh, over the past couple of days uh, due yep. to staffing shortages. Uh, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, they both combined – canceled more than 600 flights both on Friday and Saturday. And as of early as Friday, Delta canceled another 149 on Friday and 188 for Christmas
3: Day. American Airlines was somewhere around, somewhere around 200.
6: Damn. Did you have any? I know you travel a lot. Uh, did you have any issues at the airport?
3: No. Only issue I had was some lady in a wheelchair using the bathroom when we were trying to take off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I t- oh my so goodness. We, a little while, you know, wow. we had to wait for her to finish up, but oh my it is goodness. what it is.
6: Was she, did she need to go like during the flight or before the flight?
3: No, we, we, you know, they don't, okay. The captain has asked everyone to fasten her seat belts and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you hear stuff start to happen and all of a sudden flight attendant comes up and they help her to the front, to the bathroom. And we're sitting there for a little over half hour waiting for her to finish up.
6: Wow,
3: You got to go. You got to go though.
6: Yeah. You know, you got to take, you got to take care of the business, I guess. So at least, at least uh, everything went as planned and, you had no further disruptions or delays.
3: Nope. got me home safe
6: and smooth. Well, that's good. Um, I know you guys wanted to keep. Well, I'll mm, I'll tell you about the bill, uh, just so you guys have more a little bit more background on the bill that I was speaking about in New York. Uh, it was uh, a New York. This was uh, published on the Epic Times. Uh, New York lawmaker has taken down a six year old bill that would authorize the state to detain infected individuals and their contacts deemed to a threat to public health during a pandemic, blaming, quote, conspiracy theorists of spreading misinformation about this proposal. So the bill is known as A-416 and uh, was introduced by Assemblyman Nick Perry back in 2015, nearly a year after the nationwide pandemic over Ebola. But uh, like many other bills, uh, had, it got reintroduced a year after Year after year in committee, the latest version of the bill would allow the governor by issuing a single order to order the removal or detention of any person or group of, deemed, of people deemed to be a suspected case, contact, or carrier of a contagious disease and poses, quote, an imminent and significant threat to public health in severe morbidity or high mortality and you know how these governors i mean i got a perfect example of a governor who does whatever the hell he wants in california uh basically it gives them the right to detain whoever the hell they want i mean even if they think that you might there's a one percent chance that you might be an imminent danger to somebody they're going to put you away but uh like i said thankfully they uh they they kind of put the kibosh on it um the article later continued on to say uh conspiracy theorists and those who spread misinformation online are once again trolling on social media, posting concocted stories about A416. That's what the uh, governor wrote uh, in a statement on December 20th. So he's used, utilizing that as the excuse of putting the kibosh on his bill. He's like, oh, there's too much misinformation online about this. And, you know, I I read through it. Um, it, How? I mean, it's in it's in black ink. How can you spread misinformation when you're basically reading what you want to do to people? And uh, it just amazes me that uh, a governor or any person could even think that they have uh, a considerable opportunity to do such a thing to take away your freedoms and liberties because you do not want to get injected with something that they're trying to force down your throat or into your arm. So I guess the the last biggest one I wanted to uh, touch base on And I'm bringing that up right now. And, uh, you know, we've said this over the past year as well, and not to bring things down because it is Christmas Eve and all that. But, you know, many times I've said how we, the the current, I don't know, the current conditions in our country is, I would like to say, like a cold civil war. You know, everyone's divided. Uh, the government wants to, you know, divide all the minorities—the blacks against the whites, and the Asians against whoever—and the the males against I don't know whatever hundred other genders they want to say there are. Um, but uh, there's a new a new analysis by a CIA advisory board saying that the U.S. is closer to civil war than most people would like to believe. And that's what a new book is saying. The U.S. is, quote, closer to a civil war than any of us would like to believe a member of a key CIA advisory panel said. The analysis by Barbara Walter, a political science professor at University of San Diego, who sits on the Political Instability Task Force, is contained in a book due out next year and first reported by The Washington Post. At the same time, three retired generals wrote in The Post that they were, quote, increasingly concerned about the aftermath of the 2024 presidential election and the potential for lethal chaos inside of our military and uh basically they were going on to say that uh, at the current moment they feel that half the military would probably you know they'd be split on who uh, who they're going to protect such concerns are growing around jagged political divisions deepened by former president donald trump's refusal to accept the 2020 election um i'm not gonna continue to read the whole trump stuff all such factors and more, including a pandemic, which is still resistance to government, have contributed to Walter's analysis. Last month, she tweeted, quote, the CIA actually has a task force designed to try to predict where and when political instability and conflict is likely to break out around the world. It's just not legally allowed to look at the U.S. That means we are blind to the risk factors that are rapidly emerging here. The book in which Walter looks at those risk factors in the United States, How Civil War Start, will be published in January. According to the Post, she writes, quote, no one wants to believe that their beloved democracy is in decline or headed toward war. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, our democracy is definitely, definitely in decline. Uh, and especially, I mean, hell, look what's happened to us in the past year to two years. Uh, what They've forced you and I what they've forced businesses all across our country, uh, the amount of money that they're printing without the g- caring of who's going to pay for what. Uh, I mean, gas prices. Uh, I thought Joe said our gas prices were going down. That's I haven't seen that yet. But anyways, uh, it continues to go on and on as far as why we might be coming into a uh, civil war in what they predicted 2024, but uh, something that none of us would love to see. But uh, we just... Like right now, it's like, let's have some peace, let's you know come together as uh, human beings. And I don't know, we, we got to get through this somehow, some way. But, um, I will share with you some good news. Exactly. I know you guys are bit waiting for good news, and slightly has delivered it on Christmas Eve a s- new study, another new study, studies coming out, out the yin yang. Uh, basically, a new studies saying if you've had COVID. You're likely protected for life and probably don't need any damn jabs, which kind of makes me wonder, Okay, well, if the science, you know, everyone says we got to follow the science, follow the science, uh, you know, unless you're Dr. Fauci, who, you know, like I said, uh, it just recently came out that, you know, all those masks that you guys are all wearing, that we all are wearing, uh, you may want to make sure and kind of see what kind of mask you're utilizing because they're now saying Not only do you need to wear two or three masks, but now you might need to upgrade the style of mask because uh, the Omicron uh, is going to get through fabric, I guess. (laughs) It's not one thing. It's another. Um, Thankfully, there's not many people dying from the Omicron uh, Omicron virus as far as I know. So that's that's one good thing. Uh, But, yeah, they're saying that they did some studies, uh, some of the T cells. what was it? The T cells, and there was one other cell. Uh, I've, I'm trying to remember, I was reading it earlier this afternoon. Um, but basically, they're saying that, you know, you're going to build up your immunities in your body T cells and B cells. And uh, basically, saying that, uh, you know, what, the initial first three to six months, they might not be, sh- you know, be all right there. But within about 12 months, uh, it shows that it. They're basically, their aim will protect you. So I figured I'd come up with some good news for you. Now, now I will make the disclaimer, though, that I'm not saying that you, you know, to not go get your shots if you feel like you get, need to get your shots.
3: Are I'm, you broadcasting on YouTube? Is that why you're making that disclaimer?
6: No, no. I'm, not. I'm checking. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, people will be like, oh, well, he said I don't need it. I'm like, I'm not saying that. I'm just re- just relaying well, a, a study that
3: was just done. Well, Dr. Slightly told me that Fauci's wrong.
6: <laughs> right, yeah. Well,
2: <laughs>
3: I wonder what that piece of shit is doing this Christmas here. He's telling everybody not to be with their families again.
7: Oh
3: Did you see God. that? I call him Fauci the fraud. No, I didn't see that. Is he really saying uh, don't be yep. uh, celebrating Christmas He's, with your family? He says if, if your family's not vaccinated, do not be with your family. Well, I got news for you, Fauci. We have members of our family who are vaccinated, and they caught COVID. They're, they're okay now, but they caught COVID. So it's like, yeah, your theory just got shot, shot to shit there.
6: Yeah, it, it makes, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. And like like I was saying, the Omicron, you know, a lot of things that I've heard, and I'm not saying it's great to catch it or anything like that, but from what I've heard, it's not so bad of a thing to catch. I mean, it's not, I guess there's one person who had pre-existing conditions that, did pass away that I'm aware of, but it's not like we have thousands of people dying because of Omicron. But uh, I, and, and like I said, I would think that as it continues to mutate into other things, I think it would get less and less harsh on uh, the humans, but I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist, but that's just my thoughts.
3: Yeah. I mean, think about it. What happens when you make a copy of a VCR tape or fax copy, or even computer copy to a computer. It, the quality de- starts to deteriorate over time. It's it just it's not as good. So, I mean, it stands to reason it's the same thing with everything else. Yeah, I would agree with I'm that. I'm no doctor, but you know, it's my opinion.
6: Yeah. But like, like, like we've said uh, many times in the past, if you feel that it's you're in your best interest to get, uh, you know, your COVID to mm-hmm. uh, one, two, three, and how many other ones, Hell, the, now they're going to come up with uh, the COVID, uh, the day after COVID pills. Now, yeah, right? your, your sixth <laughs> booster shot. Well, now they have uh, medication
3: now, right? And yeah, I, uh, Remember I brought that up to you a long time ago that they were working on that? And they're
6: coming out with it. Big Sexy was telling me, God, let me see if I can get him to remind me. Big Sexy, what was the problem with the one pill? So on one of the pills, the side effects were very bad. If uh, if you take which, which company? What is they oh, Merck. Merck. So Merck has uh, a COVID pill. And apparently the side effect is that you may experience birth defects.
3: Well, may. Yeah, it may. <laughs> it's a bad you On a serial site, did you see that um, the army hospital came out with a shot vaccine, whatever you want to call it? That is effective against all variants of this they said in the beginning back in early 2020 they took the route of long term instead of a quick you know slap together cure or you know band-aid for it they wanted to go long term and it's already passed the first phase of human testing
6: oh really that would be fantastic yep. wow i can't wait for that um uh, spanky I, I think you was that a butt dial did you uh were you playing games with me I know you're upset that I lost some poker and couldn't contribute to your trivia, but it does happen. Um, the other thing, uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm tired. You know, it seems like they obviously the build back better, <clears throat> quote unquote. Uh, that's not going to pass. So, I guess we'll just go back to focusing on COVID. That's what the news outlets and all the uh, government wants to do now.
2: Well,
6: so since they couldn't Smith's- have the. Go ahead.
7: Speaking of like that, Build Back Better being dead, um, um, I don't know if anybody saw it like earlier this week, but Charlemagne the God had Kamala Harris as his guest, and and then her her, her so called like uh, handler, Simone Sanders, who has now quit the vice president's office. Um, that they created a very unfortunate gaffe, and then and and Charlemagne the God asked the, the vice president a very substantive question, and she did not like it. And and that is well, a viral Eric, video, Eric- and I love like the young turks s- saying on that
6: one. Well, let's uh, listen to the the thing uh, from Charlemagne and uh, our wonderful vice president, who has uh, what twenty six percent approval rating. But uh, here's
8: how that oh, yes went. Push back on Joe Manchin. That guy is stopping progress. He's ruining the democracy. Are you willing to be that superhero? Because what scares me
7: is if voting rights don't pass, or the Build Back Better plan doesn't pass, or police reform doesn't pass, I doubt you're going to get black people to go out there and vote in 2022 and 2024, and you
1: know, Trump will be president again. What, what's the plan for all of that? Well, I couldn't agree with you more on the, the, the seriousness of these issues. And, and, and how people take these issues seriously. And so we're going to have to keep fighting on voting rights. We need to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. We need to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and be relentless about pushing for that, which is what we've been doing and what I certainly am going to keep doing. We need to. Keep pushing for what we got to do to to really reform the system that we know needs to be reformed with the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. But, you know, again, Republicans stood in the way to get that done. Who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe Manchin? No.
6: So so you hear Charlemagne asking the vice president, OK, so who's going to be fucking putting Joe Manchin in his place? Are you going to be the superhero Kamala? What's going on? This is his second time asking her. I want- and, and coming up, you're going to hear a handler of Kamala come over and uh, you'll see what happens.
7: I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it, Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry. I
8: just want I interrupt. I don't think the vice president can hear you.
9: It's mom. I'm so sorry, Charlie. We can't.
7: She, she can, hear, hear, me.
2: Right. <laughs> can hear me. Can you hear me now?
7: Can you hear me, so
6: I'm,
8: I'm sorry to interrupt.
6: They're acting like they can't hear me. So then they uh, take a little brief pause. Apparently, uh, you know, the handler knows that uh, Kamala's getting asked some uh, pretty spicy questions, you know, that's not the mainstream media, for God's sake. So uh, we need to cut this off. And then uh, a couple minutes later, they come back and uh, Kamala gets a little feisty. The uh, The I uh, I better not say because you'll say I'm all racist and all that, but uh, the ethnic background comes out in her.
1: I can hear you. <laughs> oh,
8: so who's the real, I can hear you. so who's the real
7: president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President?
1: Come on, Charlemagne. I really come I, on, on Joe man. Biden. I can't. No, tell no, no, sometimes. no, 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 no. It's Joe Biden, and don't start talking like a Republican. About- Mm mm girl, About asking whether or not he's president. Do
7: you think Joe Manchin is
1: and, a and problem? It's Joe Bi- and, it's Joe Bi- and it's Joe Biden and I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. And the reality is because we are in office, she is a piece of work. The things like the child tax credit, which is going to reduce. Wait, uh, she
6: just said we do the child t- child tax credit. Um, honey, have, have, uh, why are you fucking lying to uh, your black constituents? That's gone. Build Back America's dead. Your bill's gone. It's toasted out.
1: It's black child poverty by 50% on track to do that.
6: Unbelievable. So, yeah, she kind of got Kamala. Uh, she, she needs some work. Maybe that's why you don't see her either. You don't see Joe or Kamala anywhere because they cannot handle any questions when you come at them. And like I said, she kind of get a little feisty there, almost to the point where someone needs to slap a bitch.
7: Well, I will say this, um, I, I, I think the way things are looking right now, and then I even agreed with like an, a recent episode of like The Young Turks, which I don't really pay attention to them too much, and the lady on there basically made a point, says, even though like Biden is president in name only, um, he's clearly not calling the shots, and even suggesting that ba- Manchin, and I would even include Kirsten Cinema are, are acting way more presidential than Biden and Harris are, if you ask me.
6: I'm telling you, it's uh, pretty crazy what's going on at the White House. Uh, But, uh, you know, Joe Biden was in a good mood the other day. I don't know if you guys got a chance, uh, but apparently I think it was last night he was doing, uh, I don't know, some Christmas calls or I guess whoever the call screener was wasn't doing a fantastic job. But uh, I I have this for you. So this guy and this uh, child, you don't get to hear what the kid had to say, but uh, the uh, parent comes back on and uh, finishes up the phone call with Joe Biden and uh, his wife. And here's how that went.
3: Well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah,
7: I hope you guys have
4: a wonderful
2: Christmas as well. Uh, Merry thanks. Christmas, and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> you, you, Yeah,
6: you heard that correctly, and I'll just play Joe's part of it.
4: Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> agree.
6: you got to love it. I mean, that right there makes my Christmas. You like that one uh, part?
3: Oh, I love it. Nothing like a self confession.
7: <laughs> I mean, he. Goes- um, um, they just made Biden own it.
6: Oh,
3: my God.
6: That right there, folks, is proof that he's not cognizant. I mean, he literally just said, you know, fuck Joe Biden himself. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know. I think he just hey, said, it's the
3: Christmas fuck gift my that- life. What, what was I that? I said, part? I think he really just said, fuck my life. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Pretty much. He's probably been saying that since. Well,
7: January. hey, it sounds like the Christmas gift that keeps on giving.
6: Yeah, no, he, he, well, I don't want any more gifts from Joe Biden. That's for damn sure. Uh, unfortunately, I think uh, we'll probably have to deal with a few more gifts next year, but. Um, what, do you, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, Manchin next year? When,
7: uh, is he uh, you know, going to
6: get uh, booted out of West Virginia or what?
7: Um, he's up for re-election in 2024. West uh, Virginia don't have send elections next year.
3: I think most of his people were backing his decision from what I was reading. And I think the Republic's, Republicans are going to be courting him like the last virgin in the village.
6: Yeah, and I, 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 I think... Whether or not he gets the Democratic support, I know uh, I'm sure he might uh, have a lot of Republicans m- maybe uh, voting for him in 2024. I don't know, but uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Uh, well, I guess I'm not surprised, but it's it amazes me that there still are people, and and I don't know if it's that Joe's you know mansion is holding out for a certain something because a lot of these lawmakers like to make deals, backroom deals, like, hey, you scratch my back, I'm going to scratch yours. Is he holding out for something for West Virginia?
3: Well, slightly. Well he, he explained it like every single person at the Capitol should explain it and should be thinking. He said, if I can't go home and explain this to my people, why I did what I did, I can't do it. And I can't explain to them why I would have voted on this. It does nothing for the state of West Virginia. So is he looking for stuff for his state? Probably as they all should be. But the problem is, you know, they should look for, th- for things for their state as well as the betterment of the nation. And it didn't have either one of those in there for him.
6: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that uh, he's holding out for whatever his reasons are, uh, which I, if those were the reasons that he's given, uh, I hope uh, his words are truthful. And uh, I, I, I would actually send Joe Manchin a Christmas present this year. <laughs> Not too many Democrats. I would but uh, just for him doing that I definitely have to give him two thumbs up on that. Um quick uh, little trivia question for you guys. Um and I just learned of this uh and I'm just curious if anybody else knows. Does anyone know what the oldest casino is on
3: the Las Vegas strip? Oh, pert. <laughs> hurt <laughs> it's uh l something it's the one on on fremont built okay.
6: like uh huh no, you're, the el cortez is in. Yeah, I'm oh it is okay the main strip not downtown
3: oh all right i'm not sure about the main strip anymore they've blown so many up i know man.
7: um um eric I'll, I'll i'll probably take a guess like um i would think Bally's, which was the original mgm grand
6: oh so close eric so close right property owner but wrong uh, casino the hair is nice. incorrect as well, Sean. Go closer to... Oh, I think we have a winner. Of course, it's uh, from someone here in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed, in fact, the <laughs> Flamingo Casino and Hotel. I had no idea. I,
3: uh, Probably, I didn't hear Yeah. yeah. So. I would have loved um, to meet out to went the sands before it got imploded. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, my
7: Aunt Teresa went there for her 50th birthday, the Flamingo. My mm-hmm. brother and sister-in-law got married at Planet Hollywood.
6: Wow. Yes, uh, the the uh, Flamingo is the mafia place. and it is Yeah, th- my favorite casino. The only freaking casino I ever hit a, a slot machine jackpot on for, how much was that? I think it was like $2,700. It was the first night I got there. I had like 200 bucks in my wallet. I'm like, well, I'll just play a little bit before I go to the ATM tomorrow. And I hit uh, red, white, and blue triple sevens for like 2700 bucks and uh yeah they they, they demolished that casino <laughs> all my hopes and dreams went right down when they imploded it was the stardust back in the day but now they've uh, re- they finally after over a decade of uh, being like dirt they finally built uh, this resorts world and i don't know i'm not i think it's overrated uh, it's like three hotels in like one property uh, with shopping and, and all other stuff, but I'm not very impressed by it myself. But, yeah, I was, uh, just throwing that out there, because I found out uh, about the Flamingo this, this afternoon that it was the oldest casino here in Las Vegas on the Strip. But, anyways, uh, in other news and information, um, oh, I, I, I almost forgot. Robert, how are you? I haven't talked to Robert. Robert called in. What's going on, Robert? I'm good. Well, Merry Christmas
10: Eve to you. Merry Christmas Eve. How the heck have you been? I've been doing good. I miss your show, but I know you've been busy moving and getting your new studio set up, and that takes days on end to do.
6: That it does. But I I guess uh, some other good news to report that. we were notified that we should be able to move in anywhere between March and May. Yes.
10: So... Uh, where are you at now? If you I, can't move
6: in, well, I'm in in Las Vegas uh, in a short-term uh, condo uh, that's fully furnished, and uh, we we are waiting for the the uh, house to be finished being built.
10: Well, I got some other good news. Oh, please share. I finally got I finally got better internet in my home. Oh, well,
6: that's good news. Hell, yeah. That's awesome. So are you, like, at one gigabyte worth of speed now?
10: Uh, about 500 megabytes because I went with T-Mobile. Oh, very good. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, Have you been doing any podcasting or anything? Not yet. I made you my Christmas show about midnight tonight. Oh, very cool. So I, I just got the new gaming monitor to go with my computer. So I think I'm all set up and ready to go now. Oh, very cool.
6: Yeah, so we're we're going to we're going to uh we'll be moving in March and May, which is fantastic news because it's not like in the dead, you know, right in the midst of summer, thank God. Oh my god. Can you imagine having to move your crab into a new home in 120 degree weather? So how's the weather now out there? Right now it's not too bad. Today was uh, in the low 60s. Uh earlier this week uh, maybe uh it was in the 50s i know uh in the local mountain area they got some snow yesterday uh up in my big my favorite place that we usually like going to have uh, our christmas festivities up in big bear they're getting dumped with many inches of snow right now and uh i'm kind of sad that i aren't up in. we're not up in big bear this year but you know we'll get through i guess it's like my first, my first ever Christmas away from uh, family and home. Uh, you know, in San Diego, except with the exception of being with Big Sexy and Big Bear. So we're trying to make the best of it. Yeah,
10: I got invited out for Christmas tomorrow. Oh yeah, where you where are you going? Uh, over to our friend's house. They'll pick me up between eleven thirty and twelve thirty. Oh, very cool. Well have fun. Don't drink too much, Robert. Uh
6: no drinking and driving you
10: know holiday season. I don't I don't drink alcohol.
6: Well that's good. Yeah.
3: That, that's Robert, a- do you do you spike your eggnog? Oh I God. don't
10: I don't drink eggnog either. I never liked it.
3: Oh, <laughs> you're missing out. You never like but you have tried it.
10: I tried one sip and like
3: oh, okay. for me. I love eggnog. I get upset because they don't have a year round.
10: Now
6: do you like the eggnog or you just like the rum that you put in it?
3: No, I actually like it just regular eggnog. I don't spike it. Really? Yeah. If I'm gonna drink liquor, um, I drink liquor.
7: My question for slightly in for my question for slightly um, in and and, and is have you ever tried like the hot toddies?
6: I don't think I've ever had
3: hot toddy. I think I, I mean, it's it, a I've
7: warm drink that with, with alcohol in it.
3: I think we had those in Williamsburg one time. They were awesome. Oh,
6: they did. We, we, Big Sexy and I, we've uh, gone to a couple of places uh, over the past week or so that have uh, – well, the first place we went to is uh, the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And basically you drive through and they decorate about two and a half miles uh, worth of roadway, I guess, uh, with all the holiday decorations and stuff like that. And then uh, the other night we went over to the, the ballpark, uh, which is uh, for the minor league Oakland A's team and uh they had light displays and stuff like that and i've never had this but uh basically both venues had hot chocolate with i don't know if it was kahlua or something it might have been kahlua but that was kind of good hot chocolate with that i don't know if anybody's had that but that was pretty delicious i don't understand how they got away with charging me 35 dollars to go walk around looking at lights though (laughs) still trying to figure that one out i guess inflation is real Oh my gosh! But yeah, no, it's been uh we've uh I think we might try to sneak out tonight to head out to the Bellagio uh the Bellagio uh, hotel always does depending on the year different themes you know with the flowers and everything's decorated in flowers and uh obviously it being the Christmas season they'll be having the uh, Christmas theme, so we're gonna check that out. But uh, it's been uh, – we we're slowly getting acclimated, and uh, we decided, uh, you know, for tax reasons, to start the business uh, on January 1st. So we'll be incorporating it in the state of Nevada then. So that's what's the, the delay has been on that. So it's been pretty much uh, hanging out, prepping for that, and trying to make a little, uh, you know, side hustle at the poker tables, to be honest with you. so. That's what I've been up to. Um, any uh, One of the things I want to throw out there, uh, being Christmas Eve and all, anybody have any, I don't know, uh, is there any traditions that anybody uh, likes would like to share, like uh, Christmas Eve traditions or Christmas Day traditions?
7: Well, I think for me, like going to my – my, my dad's family has always been the thing, and I always remember Thanksgiving and Christmas to bring the pumpkin pie. But this year, I'm doing pumpkin pie, and I did um, an Oreo cookies and cream pie. You know, made with like Ore- Oreo flavored pudding and and like the Oreo pie crust uh, as a secondary dessert option. I made sausage balls, and I made the green bean casserole. Ooh. You know, with cheddar cheese soup and cream of chicken soup instead of the cream of mushroom and i'm really super generous on the green
6: beans i love me a green bean casserole mm.
7: um the shells
6: gave me the idea
7: how you doing tonight spank
4: hey um I, i'm doing all right i just uh i just wanted to call in i'm sitting outside ihop waiting for my daughter my oldest daughter or second oldest daughter works they made her work christmas eve and and uh so I'm sitting out here, and then you were asking about traditions, and I just wanted to say uh, one of the best traditions we have, and I and I think really if anybody can incorporate this during the holidays, and you could use this during any holidays; it doesn't have to be just Christmas. Um, but we usually get together, we lube up, and uh, play naked twister with farm animals. I highly suggest um, just, just rolling with it. It's it's a lot of fun. That
6: <laughs> sounds like a oh my god. I, I tried to spin that into something, but that sounds like a fantastic sign.
4: <laughs> I mean, I I invented screaming goats just to no. let you know. Um, oh my god! No, yeah. that
6: would be a hell of a mess to clean up afterwards. That's for sure.
4: <laughs> so be- I just wanted to uh, I just want to wish you guys a merry Christmas, man. Um, I, I'm glad to hear you back on. Great show this evening. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, and um, I, I just want to wish all you guys a Merry Christmas and uh, enjoy it. Get the family hugs, kisses, all that good stuff. And um, I returned any gifts that you guys gave me. Um, it's 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 to be giving, not receiving. So I returned everything. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's take a poll uh, for those of you listening. Right.
6: How many of you out there in the past, we'll say past five years, have returned a Christmas present because it was just not something that you wanted? Or, you know, you're like, yeah, no, thanks. I'll, I'll pick something else.
2: I don't um, know. If-
7: I tried sell, selling something on, like, let go and offer up that I'd gotten at, like, um, you know, like my sister-in-law's, like, mom's. Companies like Christmas Hardy, kind of like the Dirty Santa thing. Um, and I think it was one of these like Christmas tree table topper things, like trying to see if somebody else might be interested in it since I'm not really where I can have something like that where I live.
6: Yeah. Well, well a couple of years ago, I was thinking about like at the vape shop back in San Diego, I was thinking, like, well, maybe because I love electronics, anything electronics, computers, TVs, anything. I could shop in Best Buy and those types of stores like all day, every day. Kind of like, it's kind of like big sexy in the Lake State Store. But anywho, I was thinking of doing a special like if people receive you know gift cards from Best Buy or Apple or something like that that they could come in and exchange them in for like sixty percent of what it's worth. But I never
2: went through it. Um,
7: and and when we used to do like the the Secret Santa where we would draw names at Thanksgiving to get gifts for somebody, if I bought bought something like physical, if not a gift card, I would always make it a point to get like a gift receipt in case the, the recipient wasn't satisfied, they could exchange it or return it.
6: Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've always been told that I'm a, a very hard person to shop for because anything, every, everything that I want, I, I just go out and get wow. so it's at, at the, at this age, it's, it's, uh it's never, never about the gifts anymore. It's more about, uh, you know, just the family the friendships and, and stuff like that that's the most important thing uh, around this time of, of year as a kid i hated getting uh, clothes though oh my god and anytime and i don't know if you, any of you guys were like that when you were a kid you uh you know the night before christmas you're looking under the christmas tree and you're like okay feel it feeling the uh wrapped gifts i'm like oh fuck it's gonna be closed
3: no what i always got and i'm sure you did too at times now this is part of your christmas present because your birthday's in december mm-hmm No, i want to pull that shit well i know it's april but this is part of your christmas present mom
6: (laughs) No, i i think being uh at the beginning of the month i didn't fall into that too much i I think it also helped though that i was like you know the first child the first grandchild i was the first of everything so i i was really spoiled yeah sounds like it yeah well you know i i have to uh fit the liberal thing of being privileged so
3: Kind of helped out with that. Oh, I get white privilege. Okay, we got it out slightly. We know what we're dealing with. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, uh,
6: But yeah, I, and then I think, at, well, I don't know if we have kids listening to our show or not. Probably not. Oh, so Robert's here. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking about the the first year that I ever recognized how Santa's pa- wrapping paper, Santa, must have <laughs> stopped at the same damn fucking store that my grandmother shopped at.
3: Well, Santa coordinates, don't you know that?
6: Yeah, I, I figured that out around age 12 or 13. I'm like, oh, wow. They, they, they have good taste. That's what it is.
4: Santa sleeps with my mom.
3: <laughs> so you better get some pretty good gifts.
6: Yeah, you must be getting some really nice gifts if, San, if mom's sleeping with Santa.
4: Well, judging by the sounds that come out of that room, I can guarantee he comes more than once a year. So I just... Yeah. Uh,
3: is he gonna send you a new Twister board this year?
2: I'm hoping.
4: I'm hoping. Oh
6: yeah, yeah. yeah I think he, I think Santa does come more than once a year. But
3: I like I like Scooter's answer.
6: <laughs> Everyone slept with your mom, Spanky. That's what Scooter's saying. He's just jealous because he never got a shot. Well, well, wait a minute. That explains why I see like five Santas in one day, depending on which mall I go to. <laughs>
4: <laughs> My mom gets around, man. Let me tell you right now. I guess
6: uh, you could say that she's uh, one of Santa's little helpers.
4: Um, yeah. I don't know how much she helps. I'm, I'm sure she just lays there, but it's whatever.
3: <laughs> it's, that, no, I can't go there. Never mind.
6: Yeah, big helper. It's like, the, it's almost like the hamburger helper, you know, Scooter.
3: <laughs> well, I was gonna say something about waxing his sled, but now we'll stay away from that.
6: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, waxing the slab. That's, uh, that always helps, especially at uh, this time of year. She's uh, Mr. Ice says she sat in all the Santa's laps. Yeah. Well, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. Well. So am I the only one that went around the Christmas tree, though, as a kid uh, trying to figure out uh, which were clothing items and which were, like, toys and
3: fun stuff? Probably. Really? You didn't do that as a kid, Pert? No, I, I didn't know oh. what I was going to get. No, I really didn't. We tried. We tried to guess what it was. Do what? We we tried to guess what they were, but we always sucked. I'm I'm sold slightly. We didn't have clothes at Christmas time. (laughs) 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 that's right. I forgot. Yeah,
6: yeah, it's kind of like You know, like I I know one of our listeners said that they have a tradition of uh, basically unwrapping uh, (laughs) nightwear or what do they call it? Pajamas. Uh, We used to do that and. I, I eventually got we to the point like, um can we just skip we just on the, skip on the christmas, of christmas Eve I already know what it's gonna be <laughs> yeah let's open that up tomorrow i guess I, I guess I just like toys I, I guess you could say I, I'd probably be a very sm, sm, in the small minority of gay people who cringed about
3: getting new clothes wait a minute when did you turn gay oh I what know. the hell what? you're gay what who who is? Who is? Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my. Um Does Big Sexy know this? No. <laughs> okay. Nobody tell him. Okay, we'll keep it on the download.
8: <laughs> oh hell no.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: oh my goodness. Gosh, well I, I thought there was I thought there was more many more people out there that would be like me and just looking for uh, looking for you know toys and stuff. Unbelievable. I guess I really am privileged. Now I feel horrible.
3: I usually only had like one thing I wanted at Christmas and then anything else after that, it really didn't matter. Not that I was unappreciative. It's just.
6: Name, name, with the how about this? Name me one, one Christmas present that is the most memorable gift that you were received.
4: Oh man. Oh, no. I, I remember getting, uh, my brother was in the military, uh, he was over in um, Iraq, and I remember he wasn't able to join us for Christmas, but he still got me a Christmas gift. And it was under the tree, and I I thought, wow, this is cool. Now, keep in mind, I was like, oh man, I don't want to age myself, but I was younger, and uh, I opened it up, and it was a GI Joe train set. Train- and yeah, it was a, an actual GI Joe train set that came with a mat, uh, not a mat, but like a folding. T- oh. I don't know what you want to call it. I guess like a play sheet or whatever. And, um, came with like bombs and shit. So I, I pretended I was him uh, a lot of the times with that train set. Uh, I, I mean, all the time, it was just nonstop playing with that train set. Oh, and, uh, and that's really the only thing that really sticks out at Christmas for me. Now that you just said that, do you still have that train set? I, I imagine that it's worth quite a bundle at this point. Oh, uh, hell no. I was young shit that all broke within a week. What the fuck are you talking about?
6: Oh, oh. Uh, BP says that, uh, his gift uh, uh receiving of an atari i love the atari not dating myself or anything but the atari was cool
3: all right here's one how about in television anybody remember that one oh, oh yeah my i didn't have one but i had had a friend that did my
6: dad had one when i was young and uh the baseball games basically uh graphics
3: wise they were like sticks oh at that best yeah it was so yeah. pixelated and the ball was like a square <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: So what what came before that? Now I remember the Commodore sixty four. Where does that fit in?
3: That is like uh, mid eighties, early to okay. mid eighties. What okay. about the ColecoVision? Vision? That was like a flash in a pan. <laughs> I don't think so. Was it? It didn't last. Don't even too remember long. that? Yeah, yeah. it didn't
6: last too long. That was nineteen eighty two.
3: I had a bunch. I had a Commodore sixty four with a, bu- and I mean a bunch, a big box full of games. I sold it all on eBay for like twenty bucks. I know it was worth more, but the thing was, I was done with it, and I wanted to give it to somebody who would at least appreciate it. And uh, I think that's what I did because they were fun as could be, but I just never got into it anymore. Wow! Yeah, yeah
6: I remember my uh, my uncle. He uh, he had uh, the Commodore,
3: and he had uh, the Family Feud game on it. I yeah. Yeah, I had the Family Feud game. Had a good. I still remember the bet. Now, yeah. I played baseball on it because it was fun there. I wasn't watching it on TV, but there was a pitcher for one team named Tommy Early. I don't know why, I just never forget his name. But he was a pitcher on one of the baseball teams that would hit home runs most of the time. Wow, that's
6: Tommy Early. You know how they get that name? Shannon uh, says uh, her favorite one was the Barbie Townhouse. Oh. I, I never got to play with Barbie or her
3: townhouse. So I thought you said you were gay. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. He'd want a Ken doll anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, really, well, hey, really, Spanky, it doesn't matter because once <laughs> the clothes come off, they're all the same doll, you know? <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, that's very true, very true. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, isn't Barbie like a she-man or something like that now? Or?
3: Oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't even know if you can call it Barbie.
4: I don't think you can say that.
6: Babby? Oh, I have something that I was pissed off about that I don't know if I should talk about it here or not. You know, I'm always controversial. Um, Anybody watch the live production of Annie this year? Blanny?
8: Mm, Not me.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Um, Okay, just checking. I think I'm just. I kind of did. I
7: didn't even watch the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, even though the tree this year came out of the state of Maryland.
3: Speaking about Rockefeller, which makes me think of the Rocket. you saw where they canceled all their performances, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. They're starting to cancel everything. Yeah, it's cancel culture.
6: It is. It really is. I, I can't stand
3: uh
7: And our uh, good friend Arch Kendi and, and his other half, Leon, were just sitting in New York City about a month ago. But luckily they didn't ca- catch anything.
3: And they, are they saw like – Eric, how are they, they doing that? I thought they were anti-shot, and I thought you had to have a shot to go in anywhere in New York. Oh yeah,
7: <laughs> they they got the Johnson and Johnson the one time and Ooh. you're done. Not the not They're the Pfizer gutsy. or the Moderna.
3: They're gutsy, yeah. But then they came out and said even the Johnson and Johnson you were supposed <laughs> to get a booster shot from you know one of the other ones. You could all of a sudden now. Because remember, in the beginning, you had to stick with what you got. And they said, oh, no, you can mix and match them. And actually, it's probably a good idea because you get a little bit of everything from each one. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Well, Santa's heading... I, I guess yeah. that's Fauci the fraud talking.
6: BP said Santa's heading uh, towards Canada Tuttles right and now. Neck of the woods.
7: Yeah. Well,
6: hopefully uh... – yeah, hopefully he travels safely. I actually met uh, a gal last night at the poker table. She's from Canada. She's from Toronto, and uh, oh my gosh, she's uh, she's a big fan of uh, socialism up there. That's for sure.
7: Oh my goodness.
6: Uh huh. Yeah, she said she, you know, according to her, the whole uh, not having to pay for doctor visits and this and that and the other is fantastic, and and all that. And you talked to her. The one thing that she wishes would change, though. Apparently, and I wasn't aware of this until last night, in Canada, you have no right to protect yourself in Canada. If someone is going to come in to rob you and try to kill you, you cannot do anything to them. You have to call me. No
3: Can spoke. you go ahead and do it and say, oops, I forgot? Well, she said she spoke to a few
6: uh, you know, <clears throat> law enforcement, government-type people, and they said, well, if you're going to do anything to that person, make sure you kill them and make sure you don't kill them from behind. No problem. So that's uh, if you live in Canada, and uh,
3: those are. What what the hell are they supposed to do? give them donuts and coffee instead? I don't get it. That's crazy. <laughs>
6: I have no idea.
3: By the way, that's from an old uh, "How I Met Your Mother" episode. Oh, what I- the Canadians are so nice; they they never get <laughs> mad. They just offer everybody a donut.
6: <laughs> well, she says it doesn't help that they're not allowed to have guns. And
3: uh, Ooh, they're allowed to have baseball bats, aren't they? Golf clubs, sharp well, sticks.
6: Well, she did. You no know, sharp sticks, yes. Uh, she did say that uh, people you can have a gun and a gun permit as long as it's locked up in your in a safe at home. I'm like, well, that's going to do you a, a hell of a lot of good, isn't it? Yeah. Hold on, <laughs> give me a minute before I come to the door. But <laughs> well, what's the point of having the gun if you can't uh, protect yourself? Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. If you shoot, uh, Shannon says, if you shoot them outside, drag them back into your house. That's that's uh, what she says. Yeah. But anyways, I thought that was interesting. Uh, what was the other thing that she, uh, I don't know, she, she was in love with Canada, except she says you can't really travel freely out there, whatever the hell that's
3: supposed to mean. Because of COVID?
6: Uh, she didn't say because of COVID. She just says it's a lot, you know, my daughter and my son live here in the United States, and it's easy for them to pick up and go wherever they want, but she didn't elaborate too much.
3: Within the country, like you're saying.
6: Yes, within
4: the country. She does well, sign so el- they may- let she me get this straight. You you can't you can't protect yourself, and you can't travel freely. Man, I can see why she loves living there.
3: Hot damn! Right. And and you get to keep like thirty percent of every dollar. Right?
6: <laughs> right. She doesn't get to keep much of her income. That's
3: sure.
4: She's a lucky
6: one. Yeah, that's probably why she was out here visiting. Um, but she was she was friendly up until you know she was sitting right next to me, and I kind of took all all of her tips, and she left, and
2: we didn't make up her terms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and like the,
7: the, you know, the, the Canadian you met who um who seems to like socialism. I mean, I could picture her and, and, and our other pod being friend Tony Vino becoming good friends, even though he lives in Montreal. Oh yeah, but that's just yeah. me.
6: Frankie Beans asking how the hell are you liking uh, the state of Nevada? Uh, so far, it's good. Uh, you know, it's not 125 degrees weather out here yet, so everything's great. Uh, I continue to hear everybody saying how uh, we're running out of water and all that. Uh, so, in the future, in, in lieu of sending beans to the show, uh, just send me water. <laughs> but no, on a serious note, everything is uh, everything is settling in quite well. Um, just uh, wait, just waiting right now. Waiting uh, to get things up and going, so uh, yeah, that's a good way to spell uh, Canada. Pert C A I I can't.
3: Why you do? Yeah, I messed it up. I put too many A's in there. Hey. That's a lot of A's. It's, how do you spell Canada? C A N A D A. Yeah, no. Idea. Yeah, I yeah I screwed it up. Uh, (laughs) Frank
6: is asking uh, what uh, made me pick Nevada of all of all of the other states. Um, Well, I'm it's like my home away from home. I've lived in San Diego all my life. Uh, I've been to Las Vegas, probably visited over easily over 60 times. So I'm kind of familiar with it. Uh, It also helps out that there's no state income tax greatly. That uh, That's a fantastic thing as a business. And
3: slightly. How much are you paying for a gallon of gas now? Oh, well, he, well let's see.
6: Keep in mind, it's premium. So it is right. a little bit above. Uh, I think I paid four and a quarter out here. Uh, but the Chevron, uh, my, I, I'm very thankful that my dad's ex-wife, which is not my mother, I'm very grateful that she uh, spends lots of money at Vons. And so I got 70 cents off a gallon. On her and, uh, account.
3: And it is, is it as hard to get around <laughs> uh-huh. there as it was back in California? Is it hard to get around? Like, like if you're going somewhere that is five miles away on the map, is it taking you less than 10 minutes to get there? Or is it taking you a half hour?
6: Uh, if it's As long as it's not on the strip,
3: yes. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, everything's easily accessible, especially where we're at right now. Um, I mean, I can be, get anything within five to 10 minutes.
3: You know the shortcuts already?
6: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to the a strip casino, I know the back roads to enter those casinos. So you never want to if you're going if you're ever visiting Las Vegas and uh, always try to find you know the streets on the outside of the of the main strip. A lot less congestion. It will save you about twenty to thirty minutes too, especially. Uh, during holidays and stuff like that. Shell said not to listen to the crap about water. Okay.
3: But you've got to at least drive the Strip once because it's just such a beautiful sight, especially at night.
6: Yes, I would say exclusively at night, to be honest with you. (laughs)
7: Yeah.
3: Um, And the the
7: local TV stations there in Las Vegas, if you watch Channel 13 at night, the, the anchor lady, Trisha King, she used to work at Channel 11 here in Atlanta. And then Channel 5 has got two more former Atlanta personalities, Jacqueline... Schultz and Kim Passoff.
6: After my experiences with weather people, I refuse to watch them <laughs> anymore.
3: So did you drop the bomb when you left?
7: <sighs> well, I'm, I'm, you know what Ray, Ray from Freethink calls Dagmar Midcap? A red-headed Karen.
3: Oh, I like that. Did I, do, uh, did I do the deed? Yes, did you do the deed and drop the bomb? I know everybody.
6: Everybody, I, I've I've gotten emails asking about that. Uh, I didn't do anything to uh, to directly affect her or her property. Although I I did send an email to the station with the video.
3: You did send it to the station. I did send
6: the video to the station.
3: Yes. Okay. Because for a minute I was going to tell you to ask Big Sexy for your balls back so you could take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no
6: i i mean I was I, I was seriously considering doing the fried chicken and uh, leaving it in her yard and stuff like that but I thought it would be just more appropriate for me to be the bigger
3: uh human being I guess I have to say now the Fried bigger, chicken the you can still, go ahead you can still get a drone though put a bucket of fried chicken on it land it in the backyard and take oh, now she, would she know you're gone and have been gone right yeah that's That'd be hilarious well I could still do it I know where she lives there you go <laughs> Um One of the things no, I well, that's back- if
7: she still has a job.
6: Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll, uh, or or else?
7: or maybe NBC might be smart and move her out of San Diego and move her to Los Angeles when Fritz Coleman
3: retires. Oh my god! god. I thought you were going to say Las Vegas, Eric. <laughs> yeah, <you> said Las <laughs> no way. I would have to do that.
6: Um, one of the things I've been wanting to do, because obviously you guys know we have a drone and stuff like that, I've been wanting to fly the drone on the strip. That would be, take some amazing video footage
3: do you have to get any kind of a permit first
6: well yeah i came across a news story of a a uh, person who visited las vegas from out of town and uh, he decided to go up uh, on top of the parking garage at i think it was the venetian Mm -hmm. Uh, because you're pretty high up there uh, on the on the rooftop of the garage and uh, apparently he took his drone up and uh, his he lost control of his drone and (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah his drone uh flew over to uh, what used to be called mccarran international oh is- my gosh and it landed on the tarmac and that's a
3: federal offense
6: yeah let's just say he probably owes the government or you know whoever he owes fines and all that uh upwards of fifteen thousand dollars
3: So what you want to do is like what NASA does when they launch rockets. You want to put a fail safe on there. So if you lose control, it just blows a damn thing to smithereens. Then they can never ID it.
6: (laughs) Right? Well, yeah. Well, he registered his, so they know who. who Oh, gosh. So like if me, mine's uh, unregistered. So if if I lost it, I would uh, not go back and claim it.
3: I would just leave it be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. Did you see a drone fly across here? Oh, just wanted not mine. Just asking for a buddy. <laughs> just for a friend,
6: yeah. But no, fifteen thousand dollars, and uh, oh my gosh, he doesn't make that much money because they were doing a follow up report, and uh, uh, he's now incurring interest charges, and it, uh, oh, that has gone up to about twenty G's now,
3: and probably lost possession of the drone too, right? They probably confiscated it.
6: Yeah, I think they confiscated it. Yeah, <laughs> BP said he'd fly the drone uh, in the strip, in the strip club.
3: <laughs> hey, since yours isn't registered, go fly it out at Area 51 and let's see how far you get. Oh my that god. That would god. be awesome. Oh yeah. Ooh, but they would probably find a way of finding you though. I mean that's I'm no sure one gets close to that place.
6: Yeah, I, I I I don't know. They'd probably they'd you'd probably never hear from me again. They'd probably kill me. I, or the men in black, black would
7: be paying you a visit.
6: Yeah, and we're not talking about Will Smith either. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's, I, I, I don't know. I think you can get a permit, I'm sure. I don't know how much it costs. Um, I don't know. I, I See, in this at
3: area, you, you need a permit. You're supposed to register it, but then you only need a permit if you're flying it over so high. If you go over that altitude, then you're supposed to have a permit.
6: Yeah, and especially because the, the, the strip in Las Vegas is very close to the uh, airport. Uh, I mean, yeah. you're only talking like five, ten miles Yep. So the airspace uh, is a big issue with that, um, but I, it's something that definitely is worth checking into because you might be able to fly it at a certain height, uh, and sometimes as long as you are in contact with them, letting them know when you're going to do it, they'll allow you to.
3: You could drop a litter bomb, a bunch of flyers that says "slightly serious podbean."
6: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be fantastic. Um, it, they, uh, recently within the past week or two, they renamed, uh, the airport out here, uh, for Real. many years, it was the McCarran international. Now it's the Harry Reed international airport. Really? Yeah. I wonder how many, how many, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars they had to, uh, utilize and
3: changing all the, uh, placards and everything. What, what was the bottom line for why they did it?
6: I, they didn't uh, really give any reference to that. Um, they just said, uh, ta-da, here we go. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe just paying, uh, how much to him as, uh, being, uh, the Senator here. Cause hmm. he was, uh, I think he was a Senator from all the way from back in 87, I think.
3: So that's what I was wondering shells. uh what, what did shell say race played a part in it?
6: race why why would race play a part in it
3: uh, race racism i don't know i was just i would just was just thinking there's probably some kind of cancel thing going on <laughs> excuse me Come but he's on, right. that, that doesn't matter kyle rittenhouse shot white guys he was a racist oh that's true yeah
6: i heard uh kyle's uh, is going on a uh, eric you sent me that is Ky- uh, kyle going on a uh, publicity uh, tour or something
7: oh it looks like it yep show what? you how to fire a rifle
6: I guess so. I don't know what the hell's going on. I, I, maybe we'll have that to get was, on our show. The, 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 the problem Sean is DeVito's- the word
3: racism is thrown around so loosely. It's lost its meaning. It has does not have the, a meaning really anymore. It's kind of like this shit happens. Kind of like COVID. It's, it just doesn't mean anything anymore.
6: Well, somebody was, uh, I was listening to something, and they were saying how highways are racist. Roadways. Everything. Uh, Math is know. racist. Why not? Yeah, I don't get it. I
3: hmm. can't expect all race to come up with two plus two equals four.
6: Well, every race should recognize the the same math, right? No,
3: why, 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 why?
6: Oh, are you trying to say? So- okay, I got you. Yeah, I I know where you're going. Uh Scooter says he's the first African American senator from Nevada. Was he? I don't.
3: Mm, I, I wasn't aware of that.
6: Um, I'm looking at a, at a photo and, uh, let's see, uh, let's see. Uh, Hey,
3: if what's her name can be black and that other girl can be Indian. Why not?
6: I, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe he identifies as African American. Who knows? You can identify as whoever you want these days. You know, that's, isn't that the beautiful thing about
3: America? That's what Hillary would do depending on who she spoke with. She either had an Ebonics or she had a Southern bell accent or she had a Northern or whatever.
6: Well, go on. Well, let's go back to the, the whole, uh, you know, Vice President Kamala Harris, I mean, she, uh, I don't know, she's, she's something else. I mean, uh, the way she talks to reporters, or, you know, uh, I guess, you know, Charlemagne could be considered a, a reporter, right? He's a journalist. That's
3: it's, not, it's, it's not her fault, Apparently. remember that. I texted you, you know, she's upset. She says the reason she doesn't get a lot of press coverage and good press coverage is because she's not a white male. But the thing is, I saw somebody comment. She's got to remember, that's the only reason she was elected as vice president is because she's not a white male.
6: Yeah. Well, that's the reason why Biden chose her. Yes.
3: Yeah. So,
6: I mean, she's not, she's not done one single damn thing for this country since taking office. Neither has, I mean, Joe Biden uh, he has. Uh, he's well, negatively done things f- to the country. Uh, now, done either camp- good or bad.
3: Yeah. Camelama ding dong bailed out a lot of criminals. So they go out and protest and burn stuff down again. You forgot about that.
6: Oh, that's right. Yes. And. Oh, uh, wow. Big, Big sexy came out with a thing. Uh, someone took a pickaxe into a fucking CVS to rob them today. Do you Art- see
3: that? Oh, How hard would it wow. be to stop that person? I mean, you can't swing a pickaxe swiftly easily and you need space to do it and she's walking down aisles and they couldn't stop her come on yeah i don't maybe it was in canada i know it wasn't i'm kidding (laughs)
2: Uh, well
7: um like when i was on youtube today like commenting about like the the charlemagne the god and and kamala harris like gaff that um where where she was kind of like you know don't be Charlemagne the God is anything but a Republican. You know, I can tell by the way he talks that he's not a Trump supporter by any means, but some YouTube comments I made today regarding that, I would say that, boy, do we miss the days of like um, David Brinkley and, um, you know, and Paul Harvey and Tim Russert and Mike Wallace.
6: Oh, sure. Bring up all the white
7: people. Because they had journalistic integrity and, and obviously, we're seeing it with Charlemagne the God, but but you know, with Charlemagne the God being as rich and famous as he is, um, he could probably give two shits whether Kamala Harris and Joe Biden come back on his show or not. Well, you but, that- but all the other Washington reporters, they all just want to kiss and lick ass in order to, to keep favor with them and keep access to them.
6: Well, you'll have to ask Mr. Brown about that. But uh, you know, uh, the, the interview it, to me. It kind of sounded like, uh, you know, the homies uh, were going to get together and chat and just they didn't get along. That's kind of how it sounded to me. It sounded like.
3: I nominate a new name for Charlemagne the God. Look in the chat.
6: How about Charlemagne the Wad?
7: I like that. (laughs) That's good. And that's the same Charlemagne where, where when he interviewed Joe Biden, Joe Biden was like, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. And he really yep. said that. Yeah. And he's also the same Joe Biden who called that no, New Hampshire woman the lying dog-faced pony soldier, but oh, but we forgot, we, we didn't get the memo that we're supposed to be giving Biden a pass and, and and doubling down and tripling down on the whole like orange man bad thing.
2: Joe Brandon, I agree.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. That's the best Christmas present anybody could get me, I think, this year. Uh, I wonder what joy he's gonna, uh, his uh, administration is going to bring us next year. Do you think they're going to still try to w- <laughs> rework this uh, build back better?
3: What's season? he going to have left? They're all either retiring or quitting. You see, saw the big uh, Christmas walkout a lot of his staff was planning, didn't you? No, I didn't. They don't want to be attached to that sinking ship because that would be detrimental to their career in politics. So there's just like Camel Emma Ding Dong. He's got groups just walking out.
6: Well, you you, the the one uh, gal that interrupted that uh, interview with Camel Emma Ding Dong. um, Mm -hmm. What was her name? Simone Sanders. Simone Sanders. Simone Sanders. She she walked out. uh, She quit right after that happened.
3: Yeah, because because her boss wouldn't listen to her. How funny is that? Shocking, isn't it? But I loved it when she goes. I can hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Made that made that girl look like a total ass, didn't it? It did. It really did.
6: Uh, there was another thing uh, I was reading about.
7: Uh, Watch it get maimed.
6: The Secret Service is uh, out there looking for people who have, uh, you know, tried to uh, reap the benefits of uh, the trillions of dollars that the government gave everybody. Apparently, according to their records, over a hundred billion dollars uh, basically has been given out fraudulently to people. Or?
3: What's that? I heard. Well, oh, I heard somebody had tried to take out a loan to start up a beef jerky company with it.
6: Oh no, no, no! That was yeah, well, look, <laughs> a bird, a bird, a plane. To what? Uh, a bird, a cat, a plane. Oh, look, the drone. <laughs> but no, uh, and they've they've recovered a whopping two percent of that money so far. Oh boy! Yeah,
3: yeah and yeah. how much money have they spent searching for it? Uh, a lot more than that, I'm sure. It's <laughs> like the IRS. They'll spend a million dollars to collect a hundred thousand.
6: Right, <laughs> And they'll probably just look at all the Republicans. More government and, waste. Yeah. Search for the, all the the conservatives
3: out there. They're the ones that uh, created all the fraudulent transactions. Oh, that's, oh, remember Obama did that. His hit list was Republicans when it came to the IRS.
6: That's right. That's why we are such a very wonderfully liberal-loving show here.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not unfounded, well, right, Slightly?
6: But, no, it's not.
3: Well,
7: and I think it was under Obama that – that the Tea Party came into existence, and when the IRS started harassing them, the Tea Party just went went away, and we've never seen and heard from them since.
6: Yeah, that, uh, that makes sense.
7: So, what do we but, have- but you have to wonder if Congress is spending more time or less time drinking tea.
6: Well, I think they're they're drinking the Kool Aid right now. You got that <laughs> right. Can,
3: can we serve up some Jim Jones Kool Aid for them? oh I think so we could, All right. we could make that happen I think
6: oh there's look there's Honeybee hi Honeybee did you oh did you guys get um, any mail no we not okay the tea the the tea party uh, BP says the twisted tea party yeah I like that um, let's see what else did I miss uh, Scooter said that your uh, comments were racist and sexual it kind of goes hand in hand haven't you listened to any rap music lately <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, if sp- not, you'll get to hear some during the Super Bowl. That's for damn sure.
6: Oh, no. Don't who, Who's performing at this year's Super Bowl, Pert?
3: Snoop was one of them. I can't remember who the other one was, but the, every, they had like four different artists, and they were all from that genre. Oh, God. Yeah.
6: So, let's
3: see. So, we're going to skip. And, that, and Yeah, Dr. Dre was one of them. Yep, I forgot about him.
6: Oh, Dr.
3: Dre. Wow. Yeah, so you know you're not going to get, you know.
6: Some upstanding. Up, up, some upstanding citizens of our country. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Shoot the police. Shoot the police. I, w- I wonder. Was that one a, pop killer song. Were they, so were they selected just so there's diversity at the Super Bowl this year? I mean, kind of, you know. Uh, well,
3: yeah. According to them, that. they were. By the way, to answer your other question, it, it arrived in town, but it did not arrive at the house. Oh, very By good. Just looking at tracking,
6: and I see uh, that yeah. someone filed a grievance against a beef oh, jerky. Wait. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that, that, the beef jerky uh, company is awaiting your next order. <laughs> as soon as we make some more, because we've been moving, we had to shift everything out. We'll get uh, back to that mystery. Don't worry. I haven't forgotten about you. Um, okay. So I do want to talk about this whole, uh, uh, the live anything. Um, and it has nothing to, well, I guess it, it has everything to do with race, I guess. Here's my, here's my, my, my gripe. I don't have a specific problem with roles being played by whomever. It doesn't matter the race. The problem that I have, if you have, if you didn't watch NBC's Annie live this year, uh, little orphan Annie uh, was black, uh, a black female. I think she was 10 years old. Cute little thing. Uh, she could use a little bit more vocal lessons, but, She did a decent job. The bone I'm going to pick with this is that the reason of why she got the role. And the reason she got the role was because of the skin, the color of her skin. Okay? Like I said, I don't care what race gets what deserving job, whatever. I'm all about... Whoever does the best job is the best fit for the job. I'm a business owner. I don't give a shit if you're black, blue, purple, yellow, or orange. If you are going to do a better job than the other 99 people, I don't give a shit who you're sleeping with or what kind of junk they got or the color of your skin or whatever you want to do. I care about how you perform in your job. But I am not going to jump into the middle of all this woke bullshit in fake racist society that the mul- the media outlets and government want to portray to the American people. people. I think NBC. I think they fucked up on this one. I don't think it's racist. I think it's it's actually I think it's racist for them seeking out just like you know Joe Biden seeking out his vice president just because of the color of her skin. We all know that's the reason that it happened, just like in this same type of thing with NBC selecting the, the gal that uh, portrayed Annie. The other side of that is if there was a television show or a play or something like that, I, not one comes off the top of my head, of where, say, the the role that was being played was generally a role of a minority. If you put a white person in there, Oh my
2: God.
6: Could you imagine the shit that's hitting the fans at all the media outlets right
7: now? Oh, there'd be hell to pay.
6: There would. So the, the double standard thing, but like I said, more importantly is it should be always no matter what, no matter what job, what position, um, I mean, if you're a smart business owner, you're going to put in the person that's going to do the best damn job out there, regardless of their sexual orientation, regardless of uh, who they want to identify as. Even if it's uh, like one of our listeners who wants to identify as a whale, uh, it doesn't matter as long as they do the job and the best one for the job, by all means. It's kind of like the same perspective I have with colleges and uh, the – God, I always forget it. The name of it, but basically uh, making sure that they have the percentages of every ethnicity, uh, which I think is absolutely racist in itself. Um, something uh, affirmative action. That's what the, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But anyway, those are just my thoughts on that. And uh, yeah, uh, okay, no problem, um, Kurt. It'll get there soon, I'm sure.
7: Well, uh, well, basically the, the the merit system, you know, has basically just been been thrown out. Is what has happened here um, it's like you're gonna pit, pick this person you know e- even though this person's not exactly qualified or else but but here's somebody else who's way more qualified but but you just got to turn them away
6: exactly and and that, and that's all I'm saying it's it, it's the biggest problem I have is with NBC coming out and basically saying yep we chose this because uh, you know she's a person of color and that's whatever. I i <laughs> I, uh, I struggled to get through it. I still watched the show. Um, you know, she did a good a decent job. I think you know there's a little bit better talent out there as far as from a vocal standpoint, but
3: I, I just over like you were talking about earlier, the whole politi- politically correct thing. they had to make ghostbusters with all women cast. They had to make this and make a black there's something else they made with it it's all black. I don't care if you want to have all women, you want to have black crews. Or whatever you want to have. or But Mm -hmm. come up with another storyline. Because what happened on the one with Ghostbusters is they did it, and then the producer who was a a deliverer, whatever her name was, I can't think of it, but she complained saying, oh, well, the movie didn't do good because of so much sexism out there. No, the movie didn't do good because it sucked. It wasn't good. I've seen that one girl from Mike and Molly in other movies and stuff. She was great in Mike, Mike and Molly. But in a movie, I just – I haven't seen one yet that she could carry that it was a good movie. And I'm not putting it all um, on her.
7: Suppo-
3: Go ahead, Eric.
7: I mean, she's supposed to be playing Ursula in the live-action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. And, um, you know, she seems like she, she would be a good pick. But I was kind of leaning more toward Disney going with, say, like either Kathy Bates or Helena Bonham Carter or Harvey Firestein. Because, like, her, in the case of Pig and Harvey Fierstein, they'd be wanting to take the that Edna from Hairspray approach. But like Helena Bonham Carter, for example, you know she's got experience playing the victims. Example of that is Bellatrix and Harry Potter, and then and then Kathy, Kathy Bates, she's got the, the personality for it too.
6: Well, and, and nine times out of ten, the reiteration of a a television series or you know even uh, yeah, or a really? movie. movies they they flop.
3: They can never get... It's this that chemistry from the first time.
7: Well, especially if they don't have the right people in place to, to do it right and do it justice.
6: Yeah, exactly. Uh, any uh, any uh, words or updates on uh, Alec Baldwin? Is he in jail yet? Has he been arrested? Or Oh, that's right. The gun fired itself. That's the recent thing on that, right?
3: Well, they said he was being proactive and cooperating by asking for a... Uh, um, summons for his cell phone, which I don't quite get how they get that, but whatever.
6: So what is, so if the fun, if the gun uh, fired itself, maybe the, maybe the phone's going to tell us that he, he didn't do it too.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Hey, um I got a question for you. Since you watched Blanny, honeybee show me some pictures of Harry Connick and makeup. Did it look like he had been darkened up for the show? Yes. Okay. Cause it doesn't what she's showing me. It did look like that.
6: It's uh, yeah. Anyways, I, I
3: yeah, Mr. T saw it. Too. Yeah, sweet. It's a shame. I
6: like podbean on crack. I love podbean, but I'm addicted to Twitter Spaces. I don't know what Twitter Spaces is, but okay. Um, he's probably drilled holes in it like Hillary's phone. Yeah, he might have. <laughs> Would have put
3: it <laughs> past the guy. What do they call it? Bleached it.
6: He might have bleached it or uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, I just don't understand what what, what are they going to get out of his phone? Is he going to be like.
3: I guess text communication prior, after, during the whole thing. Because at one point they were talking about was there live ammo on the set? Well, obviously, because somebody got shot. Right. But now they're trying to find out how often was there live ammo, who brought the live ammo, and so on and so forth.
6: But at the end of the day, and this is what I don't get. At the end of the day, he's holding the gun. He's firing the gun, whether the fucking gun went off or not, or whether he pulled a trigger or not he's in possession of the firearm Mm -hmm. killed the gal, the
3: cinematographer. Hey, let me ask you something. The police officer who shot the guy who had all these outstanding warrants for him anyway, and and was a thug. She accidentally grabbed her gun versus her taser. She was just found guilty of manslaughter. Yeah. Alec knows he was holding a gun. So Mm -hmm. just saying,
6: just saying, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, it amazed me somehow some way i have a right john he's gonna get off
3: well like john said it was a revolver you know it wasn't a a semi-automatic so
6: and uh, you know the the other latest information was that apparently there was never a need for the gun to be on set in the first place
3: that the script didn't call for it i mean it's it's you know after the point but i i just i still stand by my thought of Why do we even need real guns in Hollywood? It's all smoke and mirrors, and they can make a plastic stick look like a laser beam. So what the hell? Yeah.
6: No, I agree with you 100% on that. I mean, hell, even uh, kids these days have uh, little plastic guns that look like real guns. uh, Mm -hmm. That's what some people say. Uh, So, yeah, they could use a a fake one.
3: They could have the orange tip and do CGI and black out the orange tip every time the gun's shown. That, That they can.
6: What are your thoughts on uh, the truck driver who got, what, 109 years in prison?
3: Stiff. 120.
6: 120 years for an accident, which uh, apparently the uh, semi-truck driver's brakes went out. And, and you know, it's sad. it's a sad story that the uh, family in the vehicle was killed in this. But 120 years. Uh, Years for uh, an accident—that's kind of stiff to me. For me, I'm thinking, you know, fifteen, twenty.
3: But you say the family. I thought it was more than just one car that perished. Uh, I'd have to look or one. That
6: view. Up. I, I thought it was a family, though. But e- e- even if it's multiples, I mean, we're let's look at. You're talking about a guy who's who's working. Total accident. The brakes went out, something beyond his control, and he's going to get 120 years in prison, and we still have a veteran who was shot and killed by a police officer who, eh, it's okay.
3: Well, there was something about the state where that happened, too, that that was what it called for in their state laws. In Colorado? Yeah, yeah. That, that was the sentencing it called for because of the circumstances and the amount of fatalities. So, you know, hey, I get it. You're going by state law, but at what point do you maybe need to rethink that?
6: Now, I heard that a lot of the truckers were going to basically show support for mm-hmm. this truck driver and refuse to make deliveries into the state of Colorado. Uh, I don't believe everything I see on, on uh, the Internet. I mean, I know, I know there, I've seen pictures of like lines of semi trucks just on the side of the road. Uh, There was speculation of, well, they were just pulled over to the side because it was very windy and couldn't drive. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll be interested to know if indeed, you know, these uh, truckers are going to uh, stick to that and maybe show support and tried. Try to get some type of relief for this guy. 120 years is very extreme
3: in my opinion. I don't think he should be off free, but I mean, you know, let him, let him serve some time and then come back to life because it was a young looking guy that, that happened to, too.
6: Yeah. He was, I think he's in his early twenties. Wow. And for something bad to go wrong to, for it to ruin your entire life. That's sad. I, I can understand if it was intentional. But come on. I don't know. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we'll hear more about that and maybe get more like, I like I agree with you as far as, you know, he, there should be some accountability because I'm sure, you know, along the way there might be, you know, when you go on uh, grades and stuff like that, there's places turnouts where truckers can go. If they feel that they've oh. lost their brakes, they can run into a big pile of sand or something.
3: And what yeah. I read, he bypassed those and he was speeding down the uh, incline. Uh, yeah. So he, he could have avoided it, but he didn't.
6: Yeah. I just don't know if 120 years is still a kind of extreme.
3: Yeah. I, I no, I agree with that.
6: And you, what does go on when
3: you see sentencing guidelines for other crimes that aren't, uh, you know, they're, they're intentional. They're done with intent. Right.
6: Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can have a, a guy, uh, walk in and uh, shoot and kill a, a convenience store yep. uh, clerk and get 10 years. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's very disturbing. It's good to see you, John. Uh, John Gill uh, joined us and I appreciate you sharing out the show and all that. Um, just a, a quick thing uh, for John. Uh, I don't know if you, have you ever gotten a chance to check out uh, John Perk? He, he uh, does a cast at, uh, I think, 530 Eastern time.
7: 5 p.m. Eastern time.
6: Yeah, it's a pretty damn good show, a show that I enjoy. So, if uh, you're on, uh, for those of you that enjoy the pod, check John Gale out. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, he, he, John and I see eye to eye on many things, I think. I think uh, we're kind of in the same uh, department. So, if you like us, you'll probably um, love his content as well.
7: Well, and in case anybody missed it on Wednesday, John DeVito had Juanita Broderick as a very special guest. So, we've certainly encouraged friends to download that episode and take a listen to it.
6: Yes, definitely do that and uh, he, uh John, yeah, we we're, we're going to try to schedule something with John to come on probably at the beginning of the year cuz definitely like the guy. He's uh, a cool cat. Um I think we're running up against the, the clock right now. It's uh, about 8:30 and uh probably <laughs> probably sh- probably rinse uh do a little rinse and um, who knows maybe head out to the poker table or something i know big sexy's oh
7: look who just showed up
6: oh who, who showed up oh my god i gotta go see you later have a great day guys lady me how are you
7: merry christmas lady me
6: welcome lady me to the show what's going on young lady merry christmas to you How's uh how's it uh in uh, Los Angeles? Is it nice and warm or is it cold and rainy or wherever the hell you're at?
9: Um yesterday we had a storm. Today was a little rainy, but I think we're gonna have another storm tomorrow.
2: Oh, that but, sounds
9: good. Yeah, it was a big storm yesterday, but it was okay. Nice. Yeah. So what but are the Christmas
6: are I'm doing all right. Uh just finishing up here. We had a uh a fun show. Uh you know, we got, got to talk about quite a few things over the past couple of weeks, and um, I don't know. It's It's been good out here. Uh, it rained yesterday, and yeah. uh, we got news that we might we'll get to move in uh, between March and May, so that's kind of exciting news. Oh, that's
9: awesome. Cool. Yeah,
6: so make sure you drive by the uh, Home Depot when you come visiting us and uh, pick up a few helpers.
9: Beep, 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 beep.
6: Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> So what are your plans for uh, the holiday tomorrow? Are you going to spend it with the kids and the fam?
9: Well, yeah. Huh. We're like in a, a dilemma at the moment. <laughs> so we were heading to my dad's tonight because we celebrate. I'm Hispanic, Mexican, so we celebrate Christmas Eve, right? Before, and, right, yeah. So, yeah, so we were all getting ready, and um, my niece, who actually lives with him, came back positive today.
6: Wow so, Oh, my goodness. Uh... Oh, no. That's not a good way to start
9: Christmas. I'm sorry. They keep calling me. Um, are you there?
6: Yes, I'm here.
9: Yeah. So it's just been a big. Yes. I mean, my dad went to get tested. My brother got tested because they all live at the same house and they're negative. Um, I had a sore throat starting like yesterday and we were with her on Tuesday decorating his house. So I went and I'm negative. My son's negative. Everybody but her is negative, but still, you know, I, I just can't risk it right now. I can't risk it with my kids. You yeah. know, husband does, yeah. well, don't you can't risk go it with your there. job either. Right. Right. I honestly probably,
3: yeah. I don't know. Well, that's I, a whole I,
9: different story. Eric.
3: <laughs> hey, I got a question for me. What is it? Did they, yeah. did they, uh, hey, Bert. did they, did they, did they shorten your hey. quarantine time for once you test positive, like they have over in state of New York?
9: Well, did you not see it today? CDC has announced that healthcare workers could now n- now only need to quarantine for five days compared to 10 days.
3: After their positive test.
9: Yeah, but they did yeah. state clearly in the article that um, it has to do with the shortage and trying to keep people wow. safe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to fly back to Maine on, on um, Sunday, but um, United keeps canceling all their flights, so I'm just praying that I get back home on, on Sunday because right? i got to be at work on Monday. Oh boy! Yeah. I don't well, know.
6: we I know. we you did you did miss the uh, thing that we had earlier this evening? Uh, we we're reading the report from the. It was a report that came initially from the Washington Post, but mm-hmm. uh, scientists are saying that if you've had COVID, that you are very unlikely for the rest of your life to contract COVID again.
9: Uh, I don't know about unlikely that. Unlikely,
6: but not right, uh, okay. right. I'll, I'll send you the article you can read it
9: yeah send it to me. you know I, excited because um I actually had lunch with a couple of my girlfriends so, so we all work at different hospitals right here in the LA county area and all of us have basically like take taken notes there are a lot of people that are contracting it again that are vaccinated and that have had it before um mm- mm-hmm. and then actually I spoke to um, my respiratory director at Beverly today I mean at my hospital here in Montebello, and um, he said that as of this last week, there are tons of people that are coming in positive, but they're not as sick as they were last year. Well,
3: that's good. So, like
9: they're not, they're not using ventilators as much as they were. Um, they're not worried about a ventilator shortage this time. But it has passed the pandemic now, and he said it's an endemic now. Is that what it's called? Endemic.
6: Yeah that that sounds right.
2: Mm-hmm.
9: So basically he's saying to me is what they keep telling them what um, they keep getting updates is that everybody's going to get it again. Gotcha. But it's just going to depend on how bad you're going to get it this time. If you're vaccinated, well, if you're not vaccinated, if you had it before, if you didn't have it before.
6: Well, they're now saying, and uh, you know, uh, like I said earlier in the show, that uh, the fabric masks are not going to be any good. Uh, so they're recommending that you guys go out and get KN95 masks.
3: So, well, and a mother, on, I think it was on Reddit, maybe did a neat little demonstration on that. She held up one of those masks and took a spritz bottle and sprayed through it, and you could see all the spray come through it. And uh-huh. then she held up an N95 uh, mask and okay. sprayed through it. And her her whole beef was the kids at school who were just wearing these little gator things that do nothing. And I mean, she got a pop right. and it was a very effective visual demonstration. Yeah,
0: right.
3: So
6: that's that's the latest from uh, Fauci and friends. but yeah i kind of want to get
9: the girls vaccinated i haven't i haven't decided
6: but it's good news that the people that are catching the omicron that it's not as severe as the other variants have been at least that what initially is coming to surface right
9: right they say 90 percent of cases here in california are omicron
6: gotcha okay
9: here in california
6: yeah no i believe that so it'll be uh, be interesting to see uh, how things go and all that. Oh, I have one thing that I share with everybody that I wanted to make sure you heard, Lady Me. Hmm, what's
2: that?
6: Your, your, your friend Joe Biden. Someone hmm. finally got him to say something. You want to hear? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen carefully. Merry Christmas, me.
9: Tell me. Yeah. Brandon, I agree. Okay.
6: Here it goes. Joe us and Brandon. I agree. Did you hear
9: it? Oh, my God. So, Ben
6: and I agree. <laughs> said, let's go, Ben, and I agree.
9: <laughs> well, I can tell you this. From my three weeks that I've been in the other state that I've been into compared to where I'm at now in California, it's a whole different world, let me tell you.
6: <laughs> How is it over there? Are they are they a bunch of tree-hugging friendly folks out there or what?
9: Oh, uh, They love Trump out there. Let me tell you that. <laughs> there are lot, a lot of Republicans out there. <laughs> okay.
6: I, I would think yeah. the opposite, actually. but it's, Really?
9: Yeah. No? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But huh. it's not bad. It's nice, actually. They're very welcoming.
6: Well, that's good. So yeah. you, you're 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 uh, taking uh, a liking to the uh, area out there and all that. You're happy oh. with the, the new job and all that?
9: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice out there. Really nice out there. It's a whole different world, let me tell you. Yeah,
6: yeah the money's not bad either, I hear.
9: Mm, not at all, let me tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, nice. but it's just well, I, like it's so much um i'm sorry oh go ahead it's just so different it's not it's not the rush rush that i have here it's so different it's really relaxing i appreciate it
6: yeah the the one thing that's different here in, in las vegas than uh in southern california is i never thought i would say this but the freaking drivers are a hell of a lot crazier than they are in San Diego. That's for sure. My God, there's not as many things to do here, but you'd think there's like a thousand times more things to do by the way they drive.
3: Yeah, but how many of them there are local compared to when you were in San Diego?
6: Yeah, most of them are tourists probably, you know. That's the one that thing I'm. True. That's the one thing I'm starting to get used to telling people when they uh, visit and stuff like that. You know, you kind of ask them, "Oh, so how's your trip been?" Yeah, uh, you know, da da da. Did you win uh, on your trip? Uh, you, are you winning any money? And then when they say no, say, well, "Well, we appreciate you supporting our local economy."
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone's got to support it, right?
0: Yeah.
6: I think Lady B went into the Matrix.
7: Sounds like. Yeah.
6: No All right. No I think you're in the Matrix, young lady. It's California, let me tell you. Yeah, it's, uh, they like to limit your uh, voice in California, you know, you, <laughs> you, you and your governor. Did you get the chance to visit him while you've been out here?
9: <laughs> no, but I did go up to the state capitol where I'm at, and I did go visit their capital.
6: <laughs> oh, did you? That's cool. Yeah. Do you have a better... Did, is your is your governor better looking in California?
9: Oh, oh hell yeah! Do you, do you know who the governor is over there in that state?
6: <laughs> no, who is it? Tell me.
9: She'd be ugly. Uh, I I know that.
6: Um, that sounds about right. Yeah,
9: <laughs> <laughs> not like ours. Not like ours.
6: Oh yes, I hear you. I don't know. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. It's great to hear your voice, Lady Me. You
9: too. I missed you
6: guys. Don't uh, you know where I live? So don't uh, hesitate to come out and visit. I know you love the city I live in. So.
9: You know I'll be there soon. Oh yeah.
6: <laughs> I can't wait. No. All right. Well, I'm gonna let okay. you go. No, you guys? Yes. All right. Love you. Merry Christmas. Bye guys.
9: Merry Christmas. Bye bye.
6: All right. Well, that was our good friend, Lady May, checking in with us. As uh, the hell, she's traveling across the country, like oh yeah, every other week it
7: seems. So, like. Um, you know, and I think if if we, if you'd like to slightly, we could also take a moment during this holiday season, Christmas and New Year's, we would certainly like to encourage friends to you know be safe, you know, and when they're in the car, you know, be sure to click click it or ticket, meaning the seatbelts, and do not drink and drive.
6: Yeah, that's the one big thing I'm going to push this year. Uh, with with so many Ubers and Lyfts and freaking taxis or whatever, there is absolutely no reason for you to go out and drink and drive getting back home. I encourage you to exactly. go out and have a great time with your family and friends, but please do yourself responsible. your entire community a favor. If you're going to go out and party and have a great time, by all means, go ahead do it. I don't, I don't even give a shit if you wear a mask or not, but you know what, when you go home, just go into your phone and pick up an Uber, a Lyft or call a buddy of yours or whatever, get home safely. That's all I
7: ask. Well, well, that, that is true because if you drink, you drive, you lose because we we want people to drive sober or unless they want to get pulled over.
6: Exactly. And, and I I can't afford for me to lose any listeners. So,
7: (laughs) and, uh, and we don't want any lives lost.
6: And John Gale brings up a valid point. If you're in the car by yourself, don't wear a fucking mask. You look like an idiot. Have you? Have you? Have anybody? Have, Eric, you were ever seen, seen
3: that? I've like
7: seen that. What
6: do they think? Oh, and John Devito.
3: It. I don't even realize I got it on sometimes. <laughs> Seriously.
7: Oh, uh, oh, oh! John Devito has went on a tangent about that on his show um, a couple oh, episodes back. You'd have to listen.
2: Oh
6: my gosh! Yeah. No, I see that a lot, especially out here, and I just. I just shake my head. I'm like, Oh my God. But anyways, just don't drink and drive is my message. It's holiday season. Have a fantastic one with your friends, your family and all that. And, uh,
7: well, and hopefully we'll catch up on the trivia games when you come back very soon.
6: Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, hopefully soon, sooner than later. And uh, we'll get back to some fun and games and all that kind of good stuff um let's see i don't have an uh an updated times table at least as of this moment but as soon as i do make sure you uh, are subscribed to the twitter twitter and all that uh if you have any questions comments or anything like that you can always email me at slightly at gmail.com and uh i don't know i hope you all have a merry christmas uh final thoughts eric
7: well, um, we certainly want to wish everybody a blessed Christmas. Ho- hopefully, um, we'll be seeing people again in the new year, if not sooner. Um, but but def- definitely had a good time having Lady Me and Robert and Spanky jo- join in like tonight's episode on the call panel, and of course to those you know we've seen in chat tonight, whether it was like Mister A or BP forty nine, Shannon Lynn and Sco- Scooter and Spanky and Shells and Mister T and Dina Joe and the Old Man and Dude Sean South Osman. You know, and Hasselhoff and, and John Gill and Honeybee and Too Much Sauce, Frankie D. I mean, you guys are the best. And even to the friends listening to this published episode on download, I mean, we we certainly can't thank you enough. And we we hope you'll continue to to stay with us as as we got got more more best shows to come.
6: That is for sure. I appreciate that, Eric. And yes, definitely, uh, we appreciate each and every single one of you that uh, join us nightly or download our podcasts. Uh, without you guys, there's really—I uh, guess I'd just be like in California, just talking to myself
3: about things. Pert, uh, any final thoughts? My final thought is just everyone have a safe, merry Christmas and save me your eggnog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
3: please and please do not spike it for Pertwee. He
6: does—he likes
3: unspiked. Unspiked. Liquor. Yeah. If I want liquor, I'll get liquor.
6: Now, can Can we like buy gallons and put it in the freezer so you can have it throughout the year?
3: Honeybee tried that. It just doesn't seem to keep as well. Something mm-hmm. just happens with it. Oh, sad face. I'd love to be able to do that though. Yeah, that would be good.
6: Uh, one of the things I do want to point out before we head out, uh, I do plan on doing a New Year's. I'm not going to say it's New Year's a New Year's Eve specific show, but I do want to do a show uh, prior to the New Year coming in, uh, basically reflecting over the past year. We'll talk about shit that's happened over the yes. past year and uh, kind of reflect and. Basically, map out where we go from here, but uh, and then now,
7: and then discuss discuss our plans. Also, like what we hope to do in the new year here on the show and beyond.
6: That as well, yes. Uh, but for for now, enjoy your Christmas Eve with your family and your friends and all that. Reach out to the ones that you love, say hi, and uh, be safe out there. Know that I love you and I love your show. Good night, everybody.
3: At all,
7: love you and God bless you all show not all content
6: is endorsed by slightly however if you'd like to contact me for any reason email us over at slightly at gmail.com or hit us up on social media
2: don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience and
6: remember we mean that in the most serious way until the next time good night everybody and remember i love you and i love your show
8: Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad.
0: My own son of a gun will have a bigger gun on the bio, jump like cross-fish, find a fish pine, a gumbo. Cause tonight we're gonna see my fish. Oh. Oh. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party, hop
1: go home
0: where you can't see Every couple tries to stop rock it around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring Later we'll have some pumpkin pie And we'll do some caroling You will get a sentimental feeling When you hear voices singing Let's be the with my of party rocking around the Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way. Uh-huh. Mental feeling when you hear it. voices singing. Let's be jolly, dead the halls with boughs of holly, monkeying around Christmas tree. Have a happy ha- holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in the new, oh, fashion.
2: Wait.